Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on the Improviser's Guide Network. Now is the time. Forever? Hashtag always MGM. Old, old, old. The secret staircase. We always do that. You are approaching the unloading area. Behold the majesty of the Sistine Seal. For the kids. A salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney. Ha! What a cute ending. Aloha and welcome aboard. A big change in your life happened last year with the removal of wishes. In the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After 13 years, no, 14 years, it debuted in 2003. Shaking my head. Shaking my head. So it's like basically your entire adulthood from when drink, your drinking age came into play, even though you can't drink sure. much in the Magic Kingdom. Right, right. And we don't need to put my age out there. I mean, I don't know why that's being discussed. All right, I'll edit that part out. <laughs> no, <it's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today's episode will focus on a, a new debate we shall have, which is <laughs> wishes versus happily ever after the projection slash pyrotechnic slash nighttime spectacular currently playing at the Magic Kingdom. First, let's just do a little background. I'm going to let you take the wishes portion. <laughs> Naturally. It is so familiar to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just dive right in with dive all right my in. thoughts. All sure. your thoughts about wishes and why Why wishes. Well, I did forget to put on my wishes Pandora necklace this morning as, <laughs> as some inspiration. However... I I think wishes just goes back to that feeling that only Disney can provide. Same feeling you get with a Disney breeze, walking around the Polynesian at night, having some breakfast on the boardwalk from the bakery, looking at the friendship boats. It's that feeling. That's what wishes provides. And I have been there with friends who were trying to not make a big deal oh wishes whatever what's the big deal and then stood there and cried grown men just cried and wept at wishes and then I started to notice more people at work or other Disney fans of mine that also mentioned how they cry at wishes that's that's big you're sitting there and you're adults and you're just crying at a fireworks spectacular I think also the theme I know you're a you're a big theme person and the uh, theme of wishes and the song and, you know, it's a little classic Disney tie into it. I thought that I had not shared this, but apparently I uh, did write a blog about it some time ago called uh, I don't remember what my blog was called actually i just blanked <laughs> on that whoops um anyway so you can go to, you can go to the archives on dillos.com yeah, yeah exactly and you could check it out um but that i uh like a young disney dork that i was and am uh not so young that i used to make uh wishes in the fountain in front of spaceship earth uh-huh. and throw a little coins in make a little wish one of the wishes in second grade was that I would have a uh, date to the sixth grade dance because, you know, important things when you're eight years old, whatever, seven years old. Uh, you used the fountain at Spaceship Earth for that? Correct, I okay. did. And, right. and, and uh, by the way, it came true. So, <laughs> I mean, it works. 
So for me, Disney wishes and the Disney magic is real. And I felt it through those fireworks. And it's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard to see it go. And I think, you know, there's a, there's a mourning period that I think I'm in right now. And I, I don't really have anything against happily ever after. It's just, I need time to let go and say goodbye to wishes and properly mourn it and then be able to move on to happily ever after. Did you know right away when you saw wishes that like, yes, this is speaking to my heart. Do you recall the first time seeing wishes? I do not recall the first wishes. I do not recall that, Mm. but I know it became a top must do that I must do whenever I'm doing my must do's. It was a number one that even if I went on my little non-Disney parks Disney trips where I would kind of just stay outside the parks, I'd go to California Grill, enjoy some fairy tale champagne and a lava chocolate cake and watch Wishes from there because I just had to see it. So there is, it, it's just, you know. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, you know, I had to go back and watch a YouTube video of Wishes because I did not recall it enough. And and my time as a Disney cast member in the 90s burned me out on fireworks. Right, so right. Um, the the uh, whole summer. Now, I'm not I'm not a, a Wishes guy. Uh, I would barely call myself a fantasy in the sky person. I am a sorcery in the sky. Yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. 1988 Illuminations. Right. Just showing my age. We'll just put all the cards on the table. All the ages are out there. All the ages are out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had to go back and go, all right, do I really remember this show from beginning to end? And the answer was no. Uh, And I don't, especially the beginning. Like I I must have always walked into it as it Uh was uh, once it had started to get going. Right. But I also recall watching it from the contemporary one time, watching, you know, watching it from different locations that maybe I wasn't taking in all the audio and all the, you know, all the color changes of the castle and right. and, and things like that. And I think the point is uh, you, you've hit the nail on the head that it is very Disney mm-hmm. in its presentation. It is almost a, a, a Disney-centric celebration right. at the end. And I think that is the big difference between Wishes and Happily Ever After, mm-hmm. where I think Happily Ever After f- turns it towards <laughs> – and, and I, I, I might get opinionated in a second – turns it on <laughs> the audience, turns it on the guests, and makes it more about them than right. it does about – the celebration of Disney and why you love Disney. It's more about, uh, you know, the magic that you have within yourself. The key, you have the key that unlocks the magic is like the right. quote at the end. I was shaking my fist. It was the last <laughs> night of our trip. That I was like, damn you, Disney, for hitting me where I live with right. me holding the key to unlock my own magic. <laughs> and so <laughs> I think that's the biggest the biggest difference and 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 not that it's like a huge gap between one and the other in terms of what they're trying to say you know obviously you're talking about your wishes but I feel like yeah you can wish but it's also like <laughs> Disney's telling you to do something oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like get out there and do something right. like be a part of the be a part of it rather than like make, make a, a wish and do as dreamers do and all your wishes will come true so yeah. do it a lot of do people it. forget that do part. So right. that's the problem. Let's, they make a wish yeah. and they're like, I'm just going to wait this out. Right. Let's, and, why isn't it happening? <laughs> What's going on? Why isn't it just 
falling in my lap. And here you have a key and you have to unlock it yourself. <laughs> you have yes. to take action right. in order to unlock your magic. We're going uh, deep, going deep today. It's deep. Yeah. It's, a, yes. it's a deeper thing. Uh, <laughs> the other part of it is yeah. the projections involved. And as I, I had mentioned in a previous episode that you could check out in the Theme Park Thursday's Dillo Diz archives, the... I never thought I would be uh, uh, into the projections. I didn't, I didn't, I thought it was kind of a, a cheap cop out. And in some ways, you know, it's cheaper because you're pulling back on the pyrotechnics cost mm-hmm. a little bit. But and you should, you should, I should know better because I'm obviously a big movie score guy. I like uh, the musical moments attached to uh, the visual that I'm seeing. So I should have known better in, in terms of... Uh, Oh. That's that's a lot of construction <laughs> going on right here there. in uh, uh, in my neighboring New York City apartment. Uh, I'll just let that play out for a second. I was hoping that would stay to the kitchen, but apparently it's going to disrupt this podcast. Um, so obviously the the and the way that the projections then lead into the pyrotechnics obviously those moments were were uh, pretty spectacular so just give me your initial thoughts on happily ever after as a whole was that your first time your first time seeing it right yeah i mean i i saw the uh, I, th- I think i watched the first night as it was streamed online but that was my first in person viewing because my last disney trip was in the spring especially to see one of the final wishes performances that I planned because, you know, when you have a three month going on four month old, Mm -hmm. you get, go to Disney so you can see one last wishes show. Um, but so yeah, this was my first happily ever after. I mean, it was lovely that we did the little dessert party. We had a little, uh, VIP area that it felt like VIP and, you know, that helped with, uh, the viewing. I think, it's an awesome show. The projections are great. The music is great. I, I debate whether or not I like the whole let's play the actual songs from Moana and let's play these other versions of Frozen songs. You know, there's a little mix. I don't know if I like that inconsistency or don't like it. I don't really have a problem with the songs, but I don't know. I think I'm also probably nitpicking a little bit because I'm still in the morning of wishes. So um, I think perhaps as time goes on and I have some more time to heal, maybe looking at that show, I may be able to see it with a different perspective. Maybe I'll get that little feeling it gives. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a huge, awesome show. I mean, it's great. There's nothing bad or wrong with it, but... You know, but you you were big on uh, magic memories and you. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that didn't last long, uh, but that was a lovely little precursor they did before wishes. And that also that got you that got you right in the Disney magic heart of it all. And then they started switching it around and they're they're basically probably testing out different projection shows leading up to happily ever after. Um kind of like the lanterns that were used that kind of continued as time went on. Um, but, uh, yeah, the magic, the memories and you, that one was my favorite projection show that was done there. And then they started tweaking it a little bit and I didn't like it as much, but I'm very snobby about the whole thing. And, but you're snobby about that, but you're okay with the starlight, star bright portion of wishes because, uh, yes, 
<laughs> Starlight, star bright. Oh, get you right away. It just brings tears to the eyes right away. Yeah, because yeah. I hear hear that. And you know what I hear now when I watch when I watch that video? The first thing I heard was, catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Well, and- they might as well put that on the... <laughs> Well, and both are fantastic. So and, I mean, there's, and then there's a project Spider Man's face on the castle. That's that's the random that's Basically. a random love actually reference <laughs> of this podcast. That would uh, be amazing. <laughs> just like a little glimpse. Like what was that? Uh, that kid? What just happened? Uh, okay, tweet yeah. tweet that. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, for one <laughs> night only. Just get your falling star and put it in your pocket that's as the good. construction continues next yes. door here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so just in, in terms of what would you say is your favorite viewing locations for fireworks in general, and how would that change now that it's a, more of a projection show? Is your favorite locations um, still in play? I know you took in the fireworks at the Polynesian because uh, you right. were there one night longer than we were. So Right. Uh, so I think kind of like Illuminations it's sometimes hard to watch illuminations from, let's say, the boardwalk. I mean, you can watch a chunk of it, but you don't get the full experience because you don't see everything going on on the water during that show. So it's a little more difficult to watch outside the park. So that's similar to what's probably going to happen with Magic Kingdom. However, California Grill, even the Polynesian, you can still see a little bit. Um, I mean, the Polynesian's a little further away. The contemporary, you'll probably be able to see a good amount of what's going on. But I think it will have to be an in-park experience to really get it all. Uh, my favorite locations, though, I try to do like a right in front of the castle viewing. Sometimes I would do the sides and eh, there's a little something missing. Sometimes there's trees in the way, what have you. Sometimes I uh, band-aid that with some Dole Whip hot chocolate if it's too cold. Uh, so, but I, I think, you know, the full experiences are always best in the park as long as you can deal with leaving with the crowds after, but, um, right in front and that, that will probably be the best for this show as well. I mean, we were in the lawn area, that new little section they've built and I've been on the opposite side of where we were. So, if you're looking at the castle, I normally go to the left. We were at the right. So I think that's a good spot if you can get it. Uh, sometimes I've been closer. I don't know if being too close, maybe you won't be able to see everything now. Kind of, you know, kind of like a Broadway show. Who knows? But uh, we'll have to test out different areas as time goes on. Has the audio at the Polynesian because I, I we we caught a little bit. We were passing through the Polynesian one night because we may or may not have parked there before going to the Magic Kingdom. But uh, what we had dinner there. And, and so then, that's right. We had dinner. dinner. That's right. We had dinner. And then we went after mm-hmm. at, at Kona. Um, uh, the audio has the, was the audio always there for wishes. I don't recall that the audio being so prominent <laughs> outside the uh, on the back end of the great ceremonial house by the pool that the audio uh, was definitely playing for Happily Ever After that whole right. time. I think it was. I don't feel like I watched Wishes that often from the Polynesian. Uh, I think I did a couple of times from, like, the beach area. I think you could hear it. Plus, you can kind of catch it a little bit just over the water. I mean, it's further away, but you can kind of catch it directly from the kingdom. But I think they did always project the music, but I might 
I'm not a hundred percent on that. I mean, they do that at California grill. They project it. So yeah. Do you, do you remember much of fantasy in the sky? Uh, not much new because no. I'm, I'm a lot younger than you. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so and the other, the other point I want to make is, is the inflatable Mickey in sorcery in the sky, the reason why we have all these Christmas decorations in mm. people's yards with inflatables is, is the inflatable Mickey at the end of sorcery sky. I mean, I think there's a, yeah, I think there's something to that. And if not for everybody, then at least for, uh, Papa and Mama Cardillo's house. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Dillo's. I mean, they're listening to the whole week of podcasts here. They know who right, I that's am. True. That's true. So. Yeah. The, the cat's Giving out of the bag. identity away. No. Yeah. yeah. That, that's because I was, I was thinking about Sorcery in the Sky, and I'm like, that inflatable Mickey. And I was like, is that, was that like the first inflatable <laughs> character there ever existed? And now everyone's like, I got to have Mickey on my lawn. Right. And now Lowe's has like a whole Disney inflatable section every Christmas. So they're just. Lord. They're living off that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 we will. I, I. Shockingly, do not. I'm not in favor of inflatables. It's got to look really, really good for me to even be all right with it. But uh-huh. until you get a house, no, I'm not going to be allowed to have inflatables. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Barely going to be allowed to have Christmas decorations outside the house. Um, so it'll be classic white lights and <laughs> and the light. So you're going to wait it out and heavily ever after. It is. It is a work in progress for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where I believe. I, I, also, let's one more point here. Where yeah. where does it fall? Because now I think part of it is obviously seeing happily ever after with my two year old, right. almost two year old. So that yeah. first time experience. So obviously that is going to put some weight on that. Where sure. does that weigh a little bit in in showing your children wishes for the first? Oh time? yeah. Oh absolutely. I mean, and that's it. Both of them have had wishes as their first. I mean, granted, you know, Josie won't remember that at all. Uh, but yes, they've both had wishes as first. And there is that like, <gasps> I'm watching this with my kids feeling, you know, don't make me cry on the podcast. And there, I mean, but there was an aspect of that too with Happily Ever After. Like, it's the whole family. We've never done a trip like this. And this right. is a pretty epic thing. So there was a, that feeling, which you know, helped the, uh, the emotional tugging at the heartstrings, but it was more that, and, you know, not so much a show, but again, um, I need some morning time. That's all. (laughs) All right. We're going to let you, let you have your morning time as we conclude (laughs) this episode of theme park Thursdays with Dillo's Diz. Follow, uh, Dillo's Diz on the old Twitter at Dillo's Diz. That's S on the Dillo's, Z on the Diz. Because we're cool like that. We're cool. Yeah. yeah. We're hip. We're and hip. and uh, Dillo'sDiz.com for a, a litany of blogs that are sporadically placed out over many years. And old pictures of us. Old yeah. pictures of us. As, as the kids. As the kids. For the kids. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz, featuring Jen Cardillo Snyder and Frank Cardillo. The Dillo's Diz fact checker is Mel Dale. 
theme composed by Matt Harvey. Intro and outro music performed by Lindsay Zarugian. You can give Dillo's Diz a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dillo's Diz. You can follow Dillo's Diz on Twitter and Instagram, Dillo's with an S, Diz with a Z, and you can go to Dillo'sDiz.com for throwbacks, archives, and tomorrow's blog, Dillo'sDiz.com. Copyright The Improviser's Guide Network 2018.